This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The Big Ass Power Hour rolls on with Nick and Ken, giving you our bets and thoughts analysis for week number one in the National Football League. Ken, we move from the Cardinals and the Commanders, which we wrapped up the last segment with, to Chicago, to Soldier Field, where the Bears get set to host Jordan Love, Romeo Dobbs, but not Christian Watson and the Green Bay Packers. Chicago at BetMGM right now, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I think you and me and Whale Capper, when he was here, both think this number will go up a little bit. You can talk about that when you give your analysis for the game. Uh, as we reach kickoff coming up on Sunday, this will be in the afternoon slate on Sunday. Uh, again, total is 41-and-a-half. And in terms of uh, injury information in this game, we know that Christian Watson is out for the Green Bay Packers, so Watson is out. Romeo Dobbs is questionable but is expected to play. Rashawn Gary off the injury report, David Bakhtiari not on the injury report. Both of them will be good to go for the Green Bay Packers. And for Chicago, pretty clean injury report here. Tevin Jenkins is on IR, but we knew that already. So the Bears come into this game, Ken, a little bit healthier than the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and I think you're seeing that reflected in the market, right? Not just the side, like Chicago getting bet out a little bit. The totals dropped almost three points from where it opened, with Watson being out uh, especially. So I, I think like it makes sense why the market's moving the way it's uh, it's moving. If I had to bet the game right now, probably bet nothing but when this gets so i think it's like twofold thought if the only goal is to get the slightest bit of closing line value like a sliver of closing line value you probably bet the bears minus one somewhere and like that probably goes up before the start of the game that's my guess but like you're not going to get a lot i don't think it's ever going to go to three i don't even know if you really gain a lot once that happens i'd probably bet like green bay money line or nothing i'm not going to have any bets on the game but just like a thought on how I think it's going to move and then what I do when it does. Like, do you, do you really want the closing line value of one? To, like, especially if you're a casual better, like, who one to two? Who cares? Um, probably, like, Green Bay money line at the death, like, right at the start of the game. But that's just if you want action on it for me. Probably won't have any bets. I have to decide if I want to buy out of my Packers bets. No, I, think I, I say keep. I say hold. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, though, and you read that, like, Gary, Bakhtiari both playing, like, the Packers are going to be really good at the line of scrimmage in this game. On both sides. Yeah. Their D-line versus Bears O-line, advantage Packers. Their O-line, Bears D-line, probably advantage Packers. I don't... I don't... My concern is that the Bears run all over them. I, I, I'll stay consistent here. For me, I've been on the Packers all offseason. Losing Christian Watson is a big deal. I've got my Packers bets. I'll stick with them. But if I'm given, like, 
like you're out there listening or watching, you don't have a, a bet on this game. I honestly, I feel like there's a lot of other games on the board, and we'll bet props also yeah. coming up on Sunday. So I actually. I wouldn't bet this game side in total. I feel like we have a lot to learn about these two teams uh, that we don't know right now, obviously, until the games start to get played. Okay, we move now to the Eagles and the Patriots in Foxborough. And the Eagles are a four-point road favorite. Total here, total's been dropping, man. 44 and a half now, the total, yeah. with the Eagles and the Patriots. And I think at other at other shops, the Eagles are even smaller of a favorite than they are at BetMGM, where they're a four-point road favorite right now for the Patriots Jack Jones is out for this game their cornerback is out with his hamstring injury Ramondre Stevenson uh, missing practice today on Friday with a stomach illness uh he is going to be good to go and is going to play Devontae Parker expected to play as well for the Patriots and how about the Philadelphia Eagles last year in week one and the whole season really besides for Jalen Hurts at the end very healthy last year on week one the Eagles had no players listed on the injury yeah. report played Detroit right that's right and, and won uh, by a million well no they didn't win by a million like the lot, the Lions like backdoored the game. I think like oh, the did Eagles they really? won, and the Eagles were up big. And I think the Lions backdoored. Did the Eagles score a lot in the game though? The Eagles. I remember them like their offense looked really good. I want to say the final was like thirty-eight, thirty. That would make a lot of sense. Okay, I remember them scoring a lot of points. Uh it was thirty-eight, thirty-five, and, and Detroit covered. But the Got Eagles it. were up big, which was the theme, right? Yeah, they would first kill half, you in get the up first a lot. half, and yeah. then like the other team would come back. You know, like Campbell, the Super Bowl. Yeah. They gamble onside kicked a couple times, like trying to like, cover the spread in the game, not to cover the spread. Coach of the year, Dan win, Campbell. But, yeah. yeah, we'll see, Man Campbell. Uh, we'll see if that, in fact, is going to be is going to be the case. But the Eagles, for the second consecutive year, not one player listed on the Week One injury report. I'd like to know who their strength and conditioning coach is, and then I think like my. I think he was in the Bal- I think he was in the Balco documentary. Actually, I think that's what probably was. Yes, his uh, his his two favorite methods of recovery are cream and clear. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rhymes with Conti, I think is who their strength and conditioning coaches. Victor. Uh, Victor. Uh, yeah, in this game, and I, I forgot to mention something earlier, and I'm going to play this angle again here. When you asked me about Vikings, I like gave you a big, big, big answer on the side of the game because it's so interesting with the line movement, and like maybe you come play Minnesota at this point or whatever. Uh, I forgot to mention that uh, we're going to play the under in that game in Minnesota's team total under because Kirk Cousins didn't play in the preseason. So uh, we're going to play that under in that game too. Forgot to put it there because um, we were talking about the side so much, which I'm probably not going to bet. We talked about that. Uh, do you have bets in that game? Forgot about the total analysis. That's going to be uh, under and Minnesota team total under. And in this game, Jalen Hurts did not play in the preseason. And he has, uh, two, well, two new coordinators the Eagles have, basically. But uh, we're going to play under, which is, I mean, I guess I would bet it now before it goes to 44, which is kind of an important number. And uh, we'll play Philly team total under. The side, this has been like the most confusing game for me to try to figure out. My like gut. You gotta like the Patriots if that's what you're doing, though, right? Getting four. That's like a pretty small number, though. Like I, I, I think that might just be right. I think like rock fight kind of a game that the Eagles win. I guess there's like a little value in four. I guess like lean Patriots. I don't know. It just seems like kind of the right number in the game. My my initial thought when I thought about it was just like, man, the Patriots the last couple of years like never ever ever win games like this. But if like the if the week one angle is correct and like these quarterbacks really play worse and it's like they're a little rusty like first quarter first half. Maybe the Patriots are good. I don't know. Um, if I had to bet the game, I guess I bet New England four. But de- like under forty four and a half. Uh, Eagles team total under also a bet. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pass this game right now. It's cited. Well, I- I'm gonna end up on Sunday when we do the show. I'm gonna end up taking a lot of these bets that Ken's taking off of the preseason trend. But like where we're sitting with like Eagles minus four, nothing for me here. I would bet the Eagles if this went down to three though. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to go to three, right? No, three and a half, maybe. The board is almost entirely four right now. So I don't, I don't think we're going to see three in this game. I really don't. I think it's one of the toughest games on the board. Last, last two years, it's worth noting, and we'll see if this is true on Sunday, Eagles got jammed, remember, every, the last two years. Basically, on every Sunday. Sunday, like, the trend was everyone loved it. Two years ago, it was unbelievable. Literally every week, somebody bet the Eagles for a lot. 
or a lot of people bet the Eagles. And last year it happened a lot too. Curious if that happens here, kicks this back up to like four and a half. Uh, my favorite uh, instance of that was in the wild card playoff game against Tampa. Yeah. When we got what 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 number did we get with Tampa? Seven. Seven. We were waiting for it. And, and we got it. Yep. It was, it was Folks, really awesome. Folks, we got them. Yep. Uh, you better you bet here. Uh, BetQL Network, live from Mandalay Bay. BetMGM is our sponsor. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, big-ass power hour. Our bets for week number one in the National Football League. I, I feel like a little lame here because a lot of bets that I've made, like I've got, I think I made good bets, but like I don't have much to give out now because okay. like everything's moved here. Um, I have a better number on the Raiders than's currently available here. Uh, Denver is in between three and three and a half right now. Uh, Broncos and Raiders. Uh, at mile high. So Denver minus three, minus 120. Total of the game is sitting at 43. I talked about the Raiders a lot this offseason. I have better numbers with Vegas. Injury stuff in this game. Jerry Judy, the expectation was Judy was definitely not going to play in this game and maybe miss like the first month. Practice all three days this week in a limited fashion. Officially listed as questionable on the injury report. Pat Sertan is going to be good to go. Practice today in a limited fashion with an ankle injury. He is not listed on the injury report. Um, it is official, though. This is bad news for Vegas. Uh, Chandler Jones officially listed as out. And, like, sincerely, like, yeah. kind of hope Chandler Jones is, like, okay. Yep. Some alarming stuff uh, being posted on social media Agreed. by Chandler Jones. And hopefully hopefully he's all right. He won't be playing for uh, for the Raiders in this game, Ken. Broncos and Raiders, what do you got? Yeah, board mostly three and a half on this game. Uh, I don't have any bets on this game specifically. It's It's really tough, right? Like, I think you could definitely make an argument, like, Denver's being upgraded because of Sean Payton. We haven't actually seen the play yet, so, like, is an upgrade warranted? But then you're also like, well, he was replacing Nathaniel Hackett. Yes, an upgrade is warranted. So it's kind of like I could see where Vegas is valuable to people. I know you like Vegas in the game. Like, I kind of get it. It also means that I have to bet, like, Josh McDaniels on the road plus three and a half, and that just sounds, like, so incredibly unappealing to me. So uh, I guess if I had to bet the game, I'd bet Vegas, but honestly really not interested. I'm going to learn a ton about Denver even just in one week, though. Uh, At this number, I think, like, nothing. It's gonna be it's one, one of our three. one of our rare like full passes. I think we only have like two of them. Yeah, so I, I've like I have the. Hopefully, you've got the Raiders also. Just because I feel like it's a valuable bet, it doesn't mean it has to win. But uh, at the current number, I think like nothing in this game, honestly, yeah. where it's sitting right now. And again, like if you're a new listener and viewer of the show, and you are like listening to the pick segment here, someone told you about the show. Like, hey, like we thank you. We really yeah. appreciate it. We love doing this. Uh, would strongly suggest you listen to the show early in the week when we give out picks, um, which I think a lot of the time, like we end up with better numbers than, than what they close at. Does not mean the bets are going to win. Just that I think like those early week shows are very valuable because when we got time, we get to Friday, like some of the, the numbers may be gone. That is the Broncos and the Raiders in the AFC West. Um, when we get to the end of the season in a loaded AFC, it's possible that we'll look at these Chargers-Dolphins game in week one and say this this got a team into the playoffs and maybe knocked the team out of the postseason. Game is in L.A. Chargers are a three-point home favorite. The total in the game is 51. The big piece of injury information here, Teron Armstead, Miami's like big money left tackle, is out. So he is not going to play. He is officially listed as out on the injury report. Devin A. Shane, the rookie running back, is not listed on the injury report. He will go along with Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr. on IR, and the Miami Dolphins in the run game, Ken. Uh, Dolphins and Chargers, what do you got? Man, I uh, I bet the Dolphins plus three minus 110 when it appeared because I was worried that it would go away, possibly. And with Armstead out, I could actually see the market moving even a little bit more. I don't think to three and a half, but maybe like you could get three even money on the Miami Dolphins or something. Uh, that's my bet for this game. Uh, really, I, like Armstead is valuable to some degree. 
Jalen Ramsey is valuable to some degree. I think the good news with Ramsey is they had a ton of time where he was hurt to know that he wasn't playing in the game. So, like, I'm sure he was a huge part of the defensive game plan with Fangio. At least they had a lot of time to figure out what they were going to do in this game without him. I guess that's, like, some kind of small silver lining with the injury. I just, even with those two injuries, I don't think, with basically zero home field advantage, that there's, like, any difference between the teams almost whatsoever. Chargers are overhyped basically every year. Like, let's see it. Um, so I thought three was a really valuable bet in the game. Uh, and then we're going to play the preseason angle one more time, and it actually kind of, like, supports what I think is going to happen in the game. We're going to play under, for sure, Vic Fangio defense against a quarterback that didn't play in the preseason, who, by the way, is running a new offense for the first time. So, like, how could that go wrong? Uh, and we're going to play the Chargers team total under, two. So Dolphins plus three, under, and the uh, Chargers team total under, two. So I, I, I laid two and a half with the Chargers when the Jalen Ramsey injury news broke. The number moved to three a little bit afterwards, not because of Ramsey. So, like, I made, like, a valuable bet, but not – by, by accident, basically. Um, I I really just made that bet because I felt like the line, line was going to go up. I, I like Miami a little bit in the game. What, what should I do here? So you, you bet two and a half and you like Miami? I, I felt like the number was going to go up. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I know why you made the bet. I mean, I if you're betting, like, the way you make bets, which is a good way to make them, is you bet numbers that you think are not going to be there, and a lot of times they're not. In that situation, like, you're, you're just holding, like, because you've gained something versus the closing number in the market. Like, you're more likely to win your bet, probably, than you're, like, supposed to be, in quotes. So, I think you just hold in that situation and, like, know that you've made a good bet, which I know is, like, not of any comfort when the Dolphins win the game. But, like, if you're making bets for that reason, I think you hold a lot. Okay. Um, I can't wait to watch this game. Yeah. I will have a, a – a, how could I not have a bunch of props on this game? So that will be like – Well, I don't know, man. Like, I do like the under and just like I wouldn't go crazy on the Chargers offense until we see it. I, like I think I might bet some unders in this game. Great. Let's do it. Like uh, like, I, I, like I'm very curious. Like it's Quinton- Corbett had a good point too. Like Tua was not very good in the first meeting like versus what he was in some of the other games. Like could definitely see it. Well, yeah, because Staley like clogged like the, the intermediate passing. Yeah. But, but like you uh, – listen, like ever – you, people can't you can't be like Mike McDaniel's a great offensive coach and be like, right. well, Staley figured him out, so now like that's it. Yeah. Like, if Mike McDaniel's such a great offensive coach, what is he gonna do the same thing again? But basically, uh, I guess like every game in like five years, every single game, it'll be like a coordinator that worked with Sean Sean McVay against a defensive coordinator that also worked with Sean McVay. It's like God, I mean, this guy's unbelievable, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be on Amazon while yeah. I'm watching all of it. Yep. Okay. Um, a couple more games for us to hit. How about the Seahawks and the Rams? This game's been pretty insane over the course of the week, and I'll let you kind of detail the movement. We're basically sitting in between four and four and a half right now. The Seahawks favorite at home. The total in the game is 46. Obviously, Cooper Cup is out in this game for the LA Rams, so no Cooper Cup. Kenneth Walker is off the injury report. Walker is going to play now for uh, for the Seattle Seahawks, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba going to play for Seattle. Jamal Adams is out, so no Jamal Adams for Seattle. Devin Witherspoon is listed as questionable, Ken. Devin Witherspoon listed as questionable for the Seattle Seahawks. Some reason for optimism for those of us that bet Seattle right when the cup thing came out and thought we would be getting great numbers. Uh, all the fours are gone. The board is half four and a half and half five, which is like just good for me because I would just like some confirmation that maybe I made a good bet and that like how can the Seahawks be this small like Seahawks Seahawks have a good home field advantage we're really going to say there's like a small difference between these teams Rams have a a win total of six and a half which by the way if Cup is out for a long time on IR and six and a half isn't getting juiced into oblivion on the under like think about how little sense that makes if you think he's a really valuable player and he can be out potentially the entire season and the win total cannot move like this happens sometimes at the start of the year the win totals get so set on certain numbers and there's big injury things before the year non-quarterback and the number just stays the same and it's like well no no like like 
they're going to be way worse. Like, if he doesn't play the whole year, they're way worse. They're definitely way worse. How can it still be six and a half if that's the case? So regardless of what happens in this game, like, I bet a lot of Rams under six and a half. That was the other bet when it seemed like the injury was really bad. In this game, like, I like Seattle a lot. Uh, I like laying points. Stafford didn't play in the preseason, and I was going to play on the road with no cup. Awesome. Uh, we're going to play against him. I'm also going to play the under in the game. I'm going to play the Rams team total under in the game. Uh, Seattle by a million, and I may never go home. I I I love the Seahawks offense this year. I love Geno this year. I love Kenneth Walker this year. Who's going to play? I love DK Metcalf. I love Tyler Lockett. I love JSN. I love Lamp. <laughs> I love them. And uh, are you and, just are you just thinking of Seahawks and saying I love them? And, uh, and and I and I love that the Rams are trotting out an XFL level defense, and also Aaron Donald might be the best defensive player ever. I think Seattle scores a ton in this game. I love the Seattle Seahawks laying the points here. Anything under six for me is a play on Seattle. All right. On the other side, we wrap up our bets for Week One NFL Sunday with the Giants and the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, and then we'll find out what the bets are for tonight in Major League Baseball and the rest of the sports landscape. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 